Amen. So good to be in the house of the Lord. Turn to your neighbor and say, really good to see you in the house of the Lord. Amen. Praise God. God is good, isn't He? You know, uh, I don't know about you, but uh, I want to share a good report. You know, on Friday, I had to go hospital with my mom to collect her reports and uh, when they collected her report they look at the report and the first thought of my mom say cancer right cancer right just tell me cancer right and then the doctor smile and laugh from the record uh, the two tests shows negative and the third one the third one probably negative if the first two is negative the third one is sure negative okay so then I sat there I said thank God but then the Holy Spirit spoke to me so when you come to the presence of the Lord when you come here sometimes we come here negative we we, we, we come and say I'm wrong right I'm wrong right I, I, I disqualify myself in the present right and God says what are you talking about Oh, I see is the blood of Jesus. Oh, I see is that, you know, grace. You know, we, we talk about grace. Grace that, that God's righteousness and His corresponding enablement. God no longer sees all your sins. It is finished. Then sometimes we struggle and the Bible talks about Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. We can come now boldly before the throne of grace. Why? Because He made that way. And then in His presence we can obtain mercy and find grace in time of help so today I don't know where you are at today you know maybe you're not in the maybe this week you did not live a victorious life but I say His grace is sufficient you know the Bible says surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life why don't we thank the Lord for a moment right now Father we thank you Amen thank you Thank you. Everybody say praise God. Come on, I want you to leave your voice today. Thank you, God. Lord, I'm so grateful that I'm not saved by works. God is the finished work on Calvary, God. Lord, Lord, it's by grace through faith that I'm saved, Father. Let's give Him praise all over this place. You know, I've been studying a lot about this thing called grace and, and one of the things that attracts grace is this, this virtue that we're going to be talking about, humility. Amen. Oh, we desperately need, we desperately need, need a revelation of humility. You know, I'm some kind of concerned the generations that is before us. You know, They don't celebrate humility right now. In fact, they are told to broadcast yourself. To have your own agenda. You know, uh, wow. And then, you're wondering why there's no grace. Let, let, let's, let's turn to the books of Proverbs chapter 3, verse 34. That's found in the Old Testament. And it goes like this. Surely he scorns the scornful, but give grace to the humble. And in the New Testament, James chapter 4, verse 6. But He gives more grace. Everybody underline He gives. Aren't you glad that God is a giver? Aren't you glad that God is a giver? He will give grace. More grace. Not just grace alone. More 
grace. Therefore, he says, God, well, here we go. Resist the proud, but give grace to the humble. First Peter chapter 5, verse 5. Likewise, you younger people. <laughs> likewise, come on, if there's a young person by your side, likewise, you younger people. Amen. Submit yourself to your elders. Amen. I say again, submit yourself to your elders. Yes, all of you to be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility for God. Resist the proud, but God give grace to the humble. Can we just lift our hands? Father, we need a fresh revelation of humility. We need your grace, Father, today. Lord, in ourselves, in our own righteousness, we are insufficient. All have fallen short of the glory of God. But God, today, teach us what it means to be humble. Teach us, God, what it means God, to walk daily in humility. And all God's people say, Amen. You may be seated. You know, humility is a very, very simple word, but yet sometimes it disguises itself, you know, and it can be complex. It can be not so simple after all. You know, uh, I heard a story, I think it's real funny, I want to share with you, you know, this... This, there's this man who went to a Christian school. And the whole theme of that month, you know, every year, they, every month they have a theme and they will, they will give medals to those people that, that have certain characteristics. So on this monthly theme, they were celebrating the idea of uh, the character of humility. And then they named somebody, they said, would you come and accept the medal of humility. But then when they came up, they did not give him. You get it? Amen. You know, again, I want to say this, you know, the Bible says this, that God is a giver. We read that. But he doesn't just give to any Tom, Dick and Harry. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. You know, again, you know, from the last week we've learned, we cannot live without grace. May grace and peace be multiplied in our lives. Amen. But there is a link between humility and grace. The father sees his children willing to take the low place in the family and he pours out a special portion of grace and strengthens us in service to one another. Humility draws blessings and favor of God. I say that again. Humility. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. And there are certain kind of people that will get grace and some will not get grace. That's what the scripture says. He, the scripture says God resists the proud. But in our time and age, we are told to be prideful about our achievements and accomplishments. We, we are told today in, in, in social media, broadcast yourself. Uh, promote yourself. Man. And you're wondering why the Christian life is so hard. Because God resists the proud. You know, when you think about the word resist, really, you know, the, another definition of the word resist is God will send an army against you. <laughs> Amen. Wow. We got to be very careful that, that beneath the, the hidden agenda of service, there is an unholy motive. 
You know, I, I, I've said this again, and I, 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 want to, I want to quantify because I say that, you know, uh, 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 in, our, in our walk with God, many times the thing that don't get checked is our motives. Amen. If our motives are right, we'll put in the right things in our mind. And then we will, when we put in the right things in our mind, then we will control our moods. Amen. Our morality and how we manage our money. Everybody say praise God. And, and this is what grace wants to do. Grace is given to people who are humble. Everybody say praise God. But, but again, what does humility look like? Today, first of all, I'm not going to talk about the activities because deep hidden within a spiritual discipline could be a motive of false humility. I'm going to cover the, the, the attitudes. I'm going to talk about four scenarios where, where Jesus cover, uncover this thing called humility. So let's look at uh, number one, okay? It's found in Matthew chapter 18, verse 1 and 4. You know, uh, let's turn there real quickly. Matthew chapter 18, verse 1 and 4. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them and said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become a little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. You know, when I look at the word little child, what does a little child really mean? The Bible says that you must humble yourself like a little child. And when you look up the definition of a little child, it really means an infant. And there's a reason why A.V. today is sitting in front because I'm going to use her as a word picture. Amen, A.V.? The Bible say, not pastor thing, the Bible say, amen, you must be like a little child. You know what about this little child? They don't know what's right and what's wrong. They trust the parents. Amen. Thou shalt not. Thou shalt not look at me. Thou shalt not. You see, you know, she don't get it. All she knows is this, you know, uh, Dora, I'm going to need you, okay? You reach her up, you know, and reach her like how you reach her every day. Okay? Everything, her security comes from that relationship. Not upon her accomplishment. What has she accomplished? Pooh. Amen. And when we start to think about it, that we all got to be converted. Like a, you know what? The best thing about this baby, she never get offended with me. She doesn't even know what offenses is like. Simplicity. Her identity is found in her relationship with mama. And the first thing that she learned how to say is what? Say mama. <laughs> Today she just look, but she's been crying out in the home. She, mama, 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 mama. 
And every time when she cries on mama, mama will come. Mama cannot work. She's working from home. Sometimes she will just say, and, 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 and she took photo, she's, she's, she's in her workplace and then there's a, there's a door open and she's taking photo. <laughs> Mama. Amen. You see, the Bible says that we have to be like little children. You know, what does this mean? It means that all our dependency be, needs to be in God, not in our works. Amen. Uh, come on, everybody say praise God. I, I, I hope you understand. You know, in this particular context of that we just read, you know, the disciples, they, they saw themselves as chopped men on the ground floor of the organization. They were the pioneers and, and, and they were thinking that, oh, we're going to explode and build a kingdom of God and all of us will have prominent places. Amen. Who is the greatest? That's the question. Who is the greatest? But Jesus said this to them. It's not about your titles. It's not about your accomplishment. You have to become like a little baby that don't care who gets the credit at all. Thank you for that overwhelming response. You got to be like that. Like A.V. We can learn something about baby A.V. She is totally dependent on the father, the mother. Come on, everybody say praise God. Isn't that good news? How many of you can be, you know, we grew up, you know, we become independent. I'm not against independent. But independence, when you take independence and then you focus too much on independence and then you leave God out, that's a dangerous place to be. Amen. Everybody say praise God. So the first point that, that I want you to understand is this. How do I become humble? Lay aside dreams of greatness and embrace dreams of dependency. What is important is, how's my relationship with God? Not about your status in society. Everybody say, praise God. Are, are you all with me here? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Folks, you know uh, the thing that oh, I'm always reminded as I grow older, I cannot take my money into the heaven. I cannot take those things that are dear to me, like my relationship with my children to heaven. I can't. You know, I, I was just reading, uh, uh, seeing TikTok, no? How... Uh, 80s will die. It's kind of scary, you know, about 80s to die. Come on. I mean, they, they start to describe. The scientists are trying to describe, oh, they see a narrow tunnel and they see a light and slowly when you go to the light, there's so much anxiety that you have. And then when there's so much anxiety, they realize, my goodness, all my relationships suddenly just fade off behind. All your investment, whether you stay here for, for 84 years, whether you stay here for 70 years, all these things will just fade away. Everything that you live for that is temporal will just diminish like that. Well, it's a scary thing, yeah. That's why the Bible says always set your affection on things above. Your identity cannot be based on temporal things. My identity got to be based on my relationship with God. There's no guarantee yeah, that some of us will leave till 84. Amen. I'm not surprised that some of us will leave earlier. But at the moment in time, 
Do you have a walk with God? Or, or you can see down the road, Jesus is there. In the operating theater, you know His presence, His sweet presence is there because I've cultivated a relationship with God and I know what it means to enter into the throne of grace. And it's not just about your works. It's not about words. Lord, I did this. Lord, I did this. My goodness, I'm telling you, I know that young people, it's very hard to understand this. Uh, but, but young people, I was there before. We always think that we are immortal. Eh? Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, again, I, I, you know, we, I, I'm asking you, you know, are you childlike in your faith with God? I'm not childish. I'm not saying childish, eh? immature. Are we childlike in our faith with God? Eh? Amen. Everybody say, praise God. You know, again, you know, I, I, I'm just concerned, you know, that, that, you know, when I tell A.V. to do something, she will probably not resist me. Or she don't know what I mean. But she knows how to smile. Right? You know, sometimes I, I, I'm just wondering, you know, in our day and age that we live in, right, you know, we value so much of our intellect. You know, there's a song that we used to sing, you know, in this city. God said it. Then I'm wondering, why don't we just do it? I mean, here we are. We're seeing all these people debating with people online about the values that have brought us to the place that we are today. And now we are trying to convince a generation to embrace the values. We don't need it. He's God. I'm not. I mean, I don't need to go through your, your, your understanding. God can say the word and I just say, yes, sir. I mean, I still remember in, in the, in, 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 you know what, in the army, they teach us, yes, yes is obedience, sir is submission. That's why we say, yes, sir. We say, uh, touch the tree and come back here. here. Nobody ever t- tell the sir Why? Oh, why? Ah? I tell you why. You knock it down. Everybody knock it down because your friend. Say why. You're laughing, but when God tells us to do certain things, why? I must know why first. You must give me the reason why, then I'll obey. Then every time I have to convince you, ah, you know what? If he's God, then obey him. Everybody say praise God. You know what? Listen, this generation, they, 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 they are the Google generation. Sometimes I have to persuade you until even I can persuade you. You know, with, with, with things like, like, like debates about LGBT and all those things. And, 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 and we have to debate all the time with, with people about things that we know rightfully wrong. But the newer generation have a tendency to just... Why abortion, bro? Because God said it. Come on, everybody say amen. Is that okay? Are you with me here? As long as He said it, we do it. (laughs) Thank you. Everybody say praise God. Come on. Again, you know, the, the Bible warns us in Proverbs chapter 14 verse 12. There is a way that seems right to a man. But its end is the way of death. 
it is crucial to recognize that our beliefs and perception may not align with God's will and relying on our own understanding can lead us to dangerous conclusions. While we may not always agree with what the Bible teaches, it is essential to remember that Scripture does not grant us the authority to interpret it. Based on our preference or our cultural beliefs, instead we should seek to understand and apply God's Word with humility, reverence, acknowledging His authority and wisdom above our own. Continuing this train of thinking, elevating our opinion above God's Word is indeed a form of pride. Amen. What we are saying, this arrogance can, can have serious consequences and this pride can deceive us into believing that our thoughts and beliefs are superior to God's command leading to us from stray from his guidance Ooh. everybody say praise God you know have you ever thought about Jesus as a great example you know one of the things that I've realized when you study the scripture the number 10 is always a number of testing. Amen. God wants to test the children of Israel. He gave them 10 commandments. Come on, everybody say praise God. When He wanted to test the Pharaoh's heart, He gave them how many? 10 plagues. Everybody say amen. How many virgins was tested? 10. How many days did Daniel ask all those that were from the Babylon Empire, how many days he require? 10 days. So number 10 is a 10 of testing. And could I bring it to you, the children of Israel were tested whether they trust God with their tithes, 10%. It's not about, you know, come on, everybody say pray. Wait, I look at tithes, everybody. You know, you say you want to be faithful. Then we sing the song, I give you all. God asked for 10%, you're really struggling. I mean, I'm, I'm just telling you. And then, you know, you know what? Think about it. Some people re-rationalize this 10% deal. Oh, I don't know what's going on. But, but, but there's a story was told about Jesus. When they asked him about, about, about commandments and all these things, he endorsed. Jesus endorsed the commandments of tithing. You mean, you read the scripture, Jesus endorsed, you know where the ties go? No? The ties go to the organization no? that's going to crucify him. And he endorsed it because you know what? Not because, because it's a commandment. Uh, uh, hello? And uh, you know what? Not because, listen, I'm, I'm not after your ties. Everybody say praise God. But I'm just telling you that, that sometimes God tests us. You know, your faithfulness, amen. You know, God always tests us. You know, and it always begins with your giving. How faithful are you? And, and, and also you think about it. You know, the number 10 is also a 10 of judgment. Once He tests you, you pass. He will release grace. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. 10 is always a 10, uh, number 10 is always a test. Amen. Everybody say praise God. So, you know, when we say that, I, I trust you, Lord. Really? 
The Bible says, trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Come on, everybody, say praise God. You know, if, if that's why when I come before God, I say, God, I have been faithful. How? By my giving, by my attendance. Lord, this is my substance of faith. Amen. And, and again, it, it's not about you are saved by works. You position yourself where God can guide you. Remember, grace guides. So God says He resists the what? Proud. So there's no grace. I'm not after, look here, everybody say praise God. Don't sleep on me. This is good. Amen. You know, you want the grace of God, then you make sure. We read again, grace is only for certain people. Right? We read that. One that is humble means they don't use their intellectual ability to reason God out. I mean, first thing, if we elevate our reasoning, then you are God. Amen. Because your reason will be higher than God. I don't care how much faith you... Listen, you dare not tell me you are faithful. Just look at your giving. Woo. Hello? You still love me, you know? I mean, I'm not after your money, please. But, but you've got to understand humility involves that we don't use our reasoning. God said it, we'll do it. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. God said it, I'll do it. You know what, I, I, I'm, I'm bothered by, you know, sometimes when I, I hear people argue with me, I'm bothered by, and then I look at them, you know what, you're in dangerous ground because there's a way that seemed right to a man. Right to a man. Wow. The world out there has a lot of right things to say. You have to be very careful. Amen. I'm speaking to born again Christians, amen, who understand that, that, that in order for me to have grace, <laughs> amen, I better be humble. I'm not talking about giving. Some people give, huh? later we'll read, but not humble. Eh? Some people give must, must advertise to the whole world. Nah, nah, I'm not, but, but you cannot be humble and not give. Amen. Are, are you with me? Everybody say praise God. You know, there, there are times when, when, when I start even praying, you know, sometimes I wonder, you know what, I, I, either you call God a liar or what, but I believe that His grace is sufficient. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. You know, recently they made an announcement about no, a documentary about wow, Singapore Reserve. Uh, one box, 800,000. Wow, I say, no, one bar is 800,000. Don't know how many bars is inside. Some people calculate that they pause the video and then calculate. <laughs> you know, but there's only one room. So some weird guy put out there, Singapore got 2.2 trillion. Then I look at, huh, what's trillion? I know what's billion, but what's trillion? Trillion is one billion, million, million. I cannot comprehend. How many? 12 zeros. Is it 12 zeros? 
Wow, my calculator only got 10 digits. Eh. Come on, are you with me? And then we all like, wow, Singapore very secure. But let me tell you somebody, eh, somebody's bank account bigger than that. Somebody's bank account bigger than that. Thank you for that overwhelming response. Come on. You know what? If you don't believe it, that's why you get whatever you have. According to your faith, I can never give God. Hello? You know, you know why our faith struggles a lot? I'll tell you why our faith struggles a lot. Because we don't believe that He's greater. Amen. That, that, that the Bible says, you know, every time, sometimes I have to take a photo, uh, take a photo, Brother Shang, of the stripes uh, of Jesus Christ. Uh, by His stripes, we are healed. I look at that picture. Somebody paid the price for me to be healed. I choose to believe in that healing. Somebody paid a price. So stop walking around like you are an orphan. The Bible says we are no longer orphans. We have a spirit of adoption and it's not by works you are saved. It is by the goodness of God. God requires faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. You know, let me tell you something. I see A.V. You know, when she look at Mama, she's always wanting to please Mama. Amen. You know, smiling. I don't know, trying to talk. You know, to me, when God looks at us, God looks at us as that innocent baby. Stop trying to manage your life alone. It is God, when, when, when she tries to be independent, try to walk everything, God looks and says, you know what? You weren't designed for that. You weren't designed to do life the way you are. Don't you understand that you are so vulnerable? Don't you understand that all it requires a sickness that you are dead? Don't you understand that, that, that you need me? Don't you understand that you need to put your faith in me? The thing that we all need to do is to humble ourselves and, and really embrace our position in a vulnerable position. That's why sometimes God allows us to go to trials to remind you that you are not God. That's how He breaks you. Because you put your priority in the wrong places and the person disappoint you, this disappoint me, and this disappoint me. Could it be that you put your faith in the wrong thing? Because anything that you place that can be taken away from you, that is man-made, is dangerous ground. Everybody say, praise God. That's why I realized this, right? You know, all of us got to have a near-death experience. And you realize that life is more than just makan, friends, keys, hit, bye. Amen. But the Bible tells us to die daily. You know, I, I, we don't think about death. I, you know what the Bible says is, is, is wiser for you. You know what the Bible says is wiser for you to go to a funeral than a party. Proverbs say that. It's, no, Ecclesiastes say that. It's wiser for you to go to a funeral. Who likes to go funeral? But then, I want you all every time to go funeral. Eh? And you look at the casket. Eh? Amen. Picture yourself there. Leh. I always tell my wife, hey. And then I get beaten up by that. <laughs> you know? I mean, come on, folks. 
you know, anything that I manufacture in this world cannot be taken up there. Leh. It's a scary thought. Leh. All my investment, leh. all my property, leh. all the HDB, all cannot take there. Leh. But you know what the Bible says? I can convert it. Leh. <laughs> Hello? He says, store up treasures. Leh. Everybody say, praise God. Y'all look at me real weird today. Amen. But, but I'm just helping you understand that, you know, we have to, you know, forget about titles, forget about who, lay aside all these things about, you know, a greatness and trust God. Amen. Come on, everybody say trust God. Just like a little baby would trust mommy and daddy. Amen. You know what I like to do? We're going to borrow AV for a while. I can learn a lot of things from her. Huh? I can learn to be satisfied, to be content in the presence of the loved one. You know, she don't worry about tomorrow. Oh, you see, she's my mama already. You know, she don't worry about tomorrow. She's wanting to enjoy that moment with dad and mom. As long, you know what? She doesn't even look for solutions. He said, some of us, are, we pray only because we want solutions. God, bail me out. God, make me famous. That's her agenda. But I tell you, right, Avi, I don't care. Just see mommy's face. She longs for that presence of mommy because mommy gives security. Papa gives security. Just to hear mommy and papa voice good enough. Amen. She don't have to worry about other things. Amen. So much things to learn, right? When you carry that baby tension, you say, teach me how to be like you. Amen. When you go into the presence of the king, you don't have to worry. That's why the Bible says that, you know, when I come to the throne of you, it's a throne of grace. The mercy seat has become the throne of grace. There was a conversion after the cross. It becomes the throne of grace. So you know what? As I come into the presence, I don't have to worry. Amen. I trust God. I, I, I just trust God. And how do I show that I trust God? By doing the things that He asked me to do. Because the more surrendered I am, and, and when you think of the word surrender and trust, what comes to your mind? Is it a negative word or a positive word? Some of us look at surrender as negative. Eh? Like God likes, oh, going to cause me to die. Like that, huh? I surrender, I surrender, I surrender. Okay, now come on now. You know, they, they, they just, I surrender, I surrender. You know, we see like the enemy catch you like that. Like. You know, you know, think about it. When we think about surrender, I surrender. Hands up, I surrender. And then and, and like God look at you and say, huh? Surrender is like, relax lah. You know, like, like you, 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 you are limited by yourself and you surrender to God lah. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Yo, come on, everybody say praise God. We're going to lay aside any greatness, any form of greatness and let God, you know what? As long as He's great, can already. 
Come on, everybody say praise God. As long as God is great, everything is going to be okay. Then number two, how do we show humility or how do we live the life of humility? Number two, you lay aside the tree of recognition and, the, and find the joy of serving. Amen. Okay, let's read Matthew chapter 23, verse 1 all the way to verse 12. Okay. You know, I, uh, again, I'm going to read it real quickly. Then Jesus spoke to the multitudes and to his disciples saying, the scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. Therefore, whatever they tell you to observe, that observe and do. But do not do according to their works. For they say, and they do not do. For they bind heavy burdens, hard to bear, lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. But all their works, they do. They do to be what? Seen by men. They make their uh, phylacteries uh, broad and enlarged and borders of their garment. They love the best places at feasts, and the best seat in the synagogue. Amen. Okay? So again, this group of people like to, sh oh, I fast 40 days. Then they put a big tent. You know, uh, phylacteries, right? It's a box that, that the Jewish people put in their head. To, you know, they literally take the Deuteronomy verse and they bind it on their head to show how spiritual they are. Amen. For us, our modern days, we don't do that already. But our face, when we are fasting, sometimes we like, ting tam like that. You know, we, we, we show our face. Oh, oh, what happened to you? I, I fasting for the age. You know, it may be things like, oh, I, I finished leaving logos. You know, uh, you know I, I, I finished, uh, uh, you know, uh, go to the mountain, you know, and whatever, you know. And, 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 and I want to describe this whole idea of, False humility. The Bible does talk about false humility that we will talk about later on. False humility is to pretending to be humble so that you will get recognition. Eh? Well, the one very hard to disguise eh? Wow, you look humble but actually not humble. Eh? You know, it may be look like this. I want to give God the glory but actually you are here to give yourself glory. Hello? Come on, everybody say praise God. Are you all with me here? You know, we have to be careful. You know what? What I'm saying is that all of us are we have this thing in us. All of us got one. Come on, everybody say praise God. Are you with me? I mean, come on. Sometimes we, we're wondering why we don't receive grace because God says it's false humility. Therefore, God will strip you out of your self-righteousness by going to a trial to see what comes out. The purpose of breaking us. Next week, we talk about the Shiva factor is to remove every point of self-righteousness in us. Remember this, huh? we have to be very careful that we are serving for the sake for men. Amen. You know, we want to be recognized. We, we, you know what? I've, I've always told people this. You know what? If you wait for someone to pat your shoulder on your back, huh? say, well done, great job. Great job, Yongan. Great job. But if nobody pet you, you get offended. Amen. I know people like that one. They say, no, I give glory to God. Then after that, somebody, right, they never pat their back, say, well, well done. No one pat your back today, Brother David, because your guitar string break. 
you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, are you going to serve God because you are serving Him with an audience of one? If I don't get a pack on my back, I will still serve the Lord in gladness. If they don't recognize what I've done, never mind. I do it unto the Lord. Amen. The audience of one. Because then, you know what happened? You will get offended if the recognition don't come. And you say, I'm not important, man. No, do it unto the Lord. You know what the Bible says, right? God in secret will reward you. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. You know, when you go toilet, go and clean it quietly. Don't tell the whole world, hey, I can't wash toilet today. Leh. You know what the Bible says? God in secret will see you and He will bless you. Amen. Oh, here's another one. Some people can say, yeah, I'm just a servant of the Lord. They come here and preach. Ah, just a servant of the Lord. Just, you know, actually, uh, they say that uh, to, to, you know what, to, to, to protect their ego. Eh? Because if they make mistake, right? You know, when you come up here, you make a mistake. We know that it's human. <laughs> Amen. So when someone out there say, oh, oh, some of this false humility is actually pride because you do not want to step out in a limb. Oh, Lord, help us. You know, I always help you. You know, oh, prayer meeting. You know, I, I, I think, my, hey, now you, you, you pray. Uh, then they're also scared. I said, why? You, you're so scared about yourself. Ah? Pray only one. Sometimes I wear my, my leaders, I say, I always sit in front. Then I say, oh, when I want to pass the mic to them, some of them facing the wall suddenly interceding. <laughs> you know, they face the wall, like, what corner? <laughs> oh, so intense. Huh? I mean, like, come on. I mean, if you're going to be used of God, are you you, if you are concerned what people think about you, you become their pawn. Eh? You become a man pleaser rather than a God pleaser. Like. If God were to allow me to do it, then I'll do my best for His glory. Amen. You know, don't go and chase after the mic. Leh. The mic will find you. <laughs> Come on, everybody say, praise God. Come on, is this okay? The mic will find you. <laughs> Amen. Bro brother, brother Willoughby says this, never go and chase a mic. The mic will find you. Everybody say praise God. <laughs> Come on, everybody say praise God. Amen. We, we have to be very careful, you know, that, that we love recognition, we love place. You know, I'm not against recognizing people, but it's when you are demanding it, you become, I tell you something, you become a target for the evil one. I mean, we all should give recognition, but if, don't come. We don't bend our shape. Amen. Because God, we are doing it unto who? The audience of one. The audience of one. And if you struggle with it, that's fine. All of us struggle with intentions. Bring it in the subjection. Amen. I'm not trying to say, wow, hey, why never say my name? We, we all sure got one. Then, then in, a, in, in, in ministry, you also got jealousy one there. Oh Lord, I said, yeah, 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 yeah. Can I tell you something real honest? Huh? Last time, Brother Willoughby always called her one. I'm jealous of her. Like. Why wow, you think so spiritual? I also can sing. I sing karaoke. Karaoke different, uh, the echo fake one. Uh, the peach fake one. Uh. You know, so, 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 you know, it's normal, okay? I'm telling you, normal, but we 
wrestle with our flesh. We, we make it die. And then, we, we, then after that, you have to ask yourself, why are you so offended, our flesh? You must talk to yourself. Eh? Why are you so offended, our flesh? Why are you so jealous, our flesh? Why they never give you recognition? Why are you so flesh? Submit to God. Do unto the Lord. Sometimes I have to do that. Like. I mean, I'm not trying to say, well, you won't struggle with it. All of us struggle with it. Come on, everybody say amen. Yeah. Amen. We all struggle with it. When certain group of people get recognized. Then I, you know, we struggle. You know, maybe three of you, you know, working. You know, hey, Brother Kelvin, thanks. Oh, Brother Shane, thanks. Then this one, breaky. That's why, in the, that's why I'm very scared to give recognition one. If I forget somebody, wait, somebody get offended there. Hello? I, I give you all honour. Amen. And then Andrew, you say, hey, no, am I invisible, man? I tell you, brother Andrew, God sees. Amen. If you don't get the credit now, never mind. God, <laughs> record Andrew Bogia credit. Okay, lah. <laughs> you know, and you still maintain a good attitude, lah. You still maintain, praise God. Never mind, never mind. Come on. Everybody say, praise God. All those logistic people, you don't worry. You know, God knows your name. Brother, brother, but I saw you came early. Help. God knows your name. God knows when you get up in the morning, you want to sleep. You get up and say, ah, body, come up, sacrifice. Ah. <laughs> Amen. You wrestle yourself. You know, uh, you know again, uh, uh, you know, I see all these people coming in the morning. I say that, God, these people are bringing you a sacrifice of place. You know, all of us, you know, we can find better things to do. We can sleep. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to be a meeting. I, somehow I'm preaching on a Sunday. I'm like, lying down. Wow, they could stress. Eh? Then I see everybody coming. Wow, still can sleep in the... Still can sleep in the service. A eh? whole night battling with thoughts in my head. Eh? How, how, hey, is this coming? Out? Then I see you. But I do it unto the Lord. Amen. Everybody say praise God. I feel like standing next to you and say, Hello? What kind of come way? You know? Amen. That's Kali. They go like, Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? Come on. All of us come here is a sacrifice, but we know that we are doing it for the next generation. We know when we come together, something unique is going to happen. We know by being here is a statement of my faithfulness unto the Lord, that my generations was going to bless. It's a statement that I believe in God. It's a statement that I believe that, that when two and three are gathered in His name, we agree in Jesus' name. Everybody say, praise God. Come on, I want you to remind you, this is your statement of faith. That's why there are times when I stand up here, when you sing the song, I still stand. Some of us literally stand here. I still standing. I still standing. But by the grace of God. You see, when you do that, right, the, you know what would literally happen? The story has not ended, but it has begun Amen. You see, what God needs in the earth today is faith. Amen. I say faith. Because when you read in the book of Revelation that you're coming back for a group of people that have faith. 
Amen. That's why I show up. That's why we do the things that we do in Tabernacle of Joy to impart faith to our children, to be an example of faith. I don't feel like coming, but guess what? It is faith that brought me here. And when faith, when I receive, when I give God faith, grace comes. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Come on, are you with me here today? Amen. So, you know what? Doesn't matter where I sit. Amen. Doesn't matter. Amen. Sit here, sit there. Got sit good enough already. Everybody say praise God. You know, doesn't matter. You know, some people only want to sit in front. I don't want like to sit in front sometimes because you know what? I don't want all the attention. In the state, sometimes I just sit behind and then people ask me to come in the front. i like, huh? You know, I don't ask to be sit in front. Got seat happy already. Look at your neighbor. Yeah, corner. This place nice, right? So nice until you sleep. <laughs> Amen. But we're going to have a better place. Amen. Okay, everybody say praise God. And then the next point of humility is they lay aside the thirst of honor from others and seek the honor, stick to honor others. Amen. Wow, this one is really, really. Very convicting. Let's read the scripture here. Luke chapter 14, verse 7 to 14. So he told a parable those who were invited when he noted how they chose the best places, saying to them, when you are invited by anyone to a wedding feast, do not sit down in the best place, lest one more honorable than you be invited by him. And he who invited you and him come and say to you, give place to this man, then you will begin with shame to take the lowest place. But when you are invited, go and sit down to in the lowest place that when he who invites you comes, he may say to you, friend, go up higher. Then you will have glory in the presence of those who sit at the table with you. For whoever exalts himself will be humble, but he who humbles himself will be exalted. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. Don't seek position. You know what the Bible says? Promotion belongs to the Lord. Amen. You know when promotion belongs to the Lord, doesn't matter, I just do everything for His glory. Oh. You don't have to worry one, God knows you. You know, don't make promotion your goal and you, you step on people's head. You start to talk about other people that make them look bad. God is not pleased with that. Leh. Amen. In fact, the Bible says, goes on to tell us, right? We have to be very careful. If we rejoice when some of our, uh, some other people suffer, right? God looks at that and says, uh-uh, I'm not going to have that in the house of the Lord. I'm not going to be having that in the house of the Lord. We don't rejoice when people suffer. Amen. But, but we have to be very careful that God knows all things. You say, oh, your politics are toxic environment. God knows all things. Everybody say, God knows all things. Come on, say God knows all things. Toxic or non-toxic, God also knows. Promotion belongs to the Lord. So you don't need to waste your time playing politics. Yep. Who's right, who's wrong, let God be the judge. Right. Amen. You surrender them off your hook and pass it to God's hook. Everybody say praise God. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Amen. Again, you know, we have to be very careful. Lay aside the thirst of honor. Amen. And again, 
We have to be careful in the home. Amen. We want honor, parents. I've learned something that Bishop told me this. If I have to keep on talking about honor, maybe your life is not honorable. If I have to seek for honor, honor must be free to give, not compelled to give, not compulsion. Everybody say praise God. Come on, everybody say praise God. If you seek to honor them, they will honor you. Let me repeat that again. You don't have to remind them all the time. Hello? Come on. Amen. I, I, I met a, a, a pastor. Keep on talking. Hey, I want you to preach about honor to my saints. I want you to preach. I'm like, huh? Wow, this type of thing also must preach. Huh? Maybe could it be that you're not honorable? I mean, I, I believe that we have to teach some Thing, but every time ask me to teach about honorable, something is wrong. Eh? You see, it, uh, here's something that I, I, I believe. You know, we have to be very careful when we study the Bible that we focus on just one point and magnify it. Like, for instance, fear of the Lord. We've got to find the right balance. Eh? If you talk about the fear of the Lord, you talk about the grace of God. There's got to be a balance there. Eh? Talk too much honorable, then how about empowerment? Amen. You know, you, you know, that's 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 the scary part about scripture that that there are there are preachers, you know. That's why I tell you something, right? Everybody say praise the Lord. Are you with me? You know, when I preach, I preach, show me. I preach to tabernacle of joy. I'm not preaching to your congregation. So don't take this message and say, oh, there, pastor preach. I'm not your pastor. These people are my bad sheep. So you've got to be very careful. Huh? You take one sleepless of video, right? And then after that, oh, there, 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 this pastor, there, this one talk about this, this one, and then after that, he's talking to his congregation, not you. Uh, come on, everybody say amen. I mean, the contact is his people. You don't, you know, he may be talking something for his congregation that may look about only evangelism. But doesn't mean he believe, he don't believe in discipleship. Amen. When I talk to my children about certain things, I'm talking to my children. I'm not talking to your children. I'm not talking to you, Ezra. Your father is who? Brother Nick and who? Sister Liming. So when I sit down and talk to my children, say, I'm not talking to you. I'm saying, hey, uh, I like to eat nasi lemak. You don't go and buy nasi lemak for me. Eh? You, you understand what I'm saying? So that, that's why uh, a lot of people are called buffet Christians. Eh? You know, they, they, they just take whatever they like. Huh? Oh, pick here, pick here, pick, 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 pick. They make their own doctrine. Eh? Rojak. Come on, everybody say amen. Everybody needs a pastor. Amen, because they know context. And I always appreciate, right, man of God says, hey, that guy asked me for counsel. So I, I, I told him to come look for you. Uh, if I give a word, you know what? If somebody give you a word privately, you got to be very careful. Eh? Most people will give a word, right? They come and tell me first. Is it okay? Because I'm the, you, you never know who's coming to your way. Eh? 
You never know about people's hidden agenda. Amen. Okay, everybody say praise God. Are you all with me here? Amen. So you have to be very careful what you watch on the internet. Like, keep on scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And then you know what? I'll tell you something, right? This generation, right, are postmodernism thinkers. Like. You cannot say that you are absolute one. That's what they go and find. Oh my goodness. You know, you know what? They're going to find, you know, when you read the word of God, huh? listen very carefully. The Word of God changed your culture. You don't change the Word to suit your culture. A line is a line. Green means green. Tomorrow also green. 30 years down the road also green. Now, everybody wants to, they know sin is bad. But now they are redefining everything redefining sin, redefining marriage, redefining families, redefining, redefining. There's an asterisk mark, redefining. Amen. And you, you say that it's, it's nothing. You don't know what's happening right now? I just saw a documentary. In China, they are rewriting the Bible to suit the communism party. It's scary. In the last days, we are living in a time where people go shopping for what is more fashionable, what is more nice. I am a person that believes the Bible is infallible. There is only one interpretation. And it's not for private interpretation. If you interpret, listen very carefully. If you interpret the Bible according to your terms and not God's terms, the Word of God is void of power. Amen. Are you with me here? I don't care what you quote. You don't just take the Bible and quote, oh God, oh the promises of God. It's given to Abraham. Are you Abraham? Are you Abraham? But there are timeless principles that we come. Oh, say, oh pastor, I'm building an ark because God told me to build an ark. No, that's for Noah. Are you Noah? No, I'm building an ark. I, I, I go to uh, Sarawak, go and buy all the wood. It's coming. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And you know what? I, I'm just kind of careful about how Christians, the daily bread Christians, huh? they take, I mean, again, if you have daily bread, I understand, you know, but you must know context. Huh? You must know context. Huh? Amen. Everybody say praise God. Are you all with me here? Everybody. Someone, oh, take the bath. Oh, everything good one. <laughs> Hey, then you see, I'd rather you cohort or whatever, or I spit you out. Hey, that one not the Bible. We have to be very careful. This church believes in the whole entirety of the Bible. You don't choose. If you choose suka suka, then you are in dangerous place of deception. Amen. If I preach to you and it doesn't rub you the wrong way, something is wrong. I'm not saying always lah. Okay, everybody say praise God. Come on, are, are you all with me here? Come on, wave your hand at me. You know, not everything I'll say that, you know, will make you feel fuzzy. <laughs> oh, you talk about grace. Master, I thought you talking about, I'm talking about humility lah. When I talk about humility, then God, grace will follow you. Come on, everybody say, oh, can we go back to talk about grace? No, no, no. Humility is attracts, I mean, it's just like a man at grace will follow humility. 
That's why I preach about humility more than grace. If I tell you how to humble yourself, you get grace to live for God. But then if you think, uh, <clears throat> you know what the Bible says? He resists that. That's why you notice something, people who resist truth never see any more truth. Their knowledge puffs up. You know what? When we have knowledge, we have to be very careful. Knowledge must add a little bit of grace. Otherwise, we step into arrogance. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Are you all with me again? Amen. You can be so right that you lose sight of grace. Oh, Lord, help me. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Are you all with me here today? Amen. Then, here's my favorite one, number four. I'm going to close today very fast. What time now? 11.37. Hopefully, this one will not drag until 30 minutes. Huh? <sighs> Okay, number four, this is my best. Lay aside self-assessment and depends on God's mercy. Look at this. Huh? In hindsight, this looks good. Huh? Look, chapter 18, verse 10 to 14. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one of a Pharisee and another tax collector. Verse 11, the Pharisee stood and prayed thus within himself. God! Okay, you notice this. Wow, spiritual. Eh? Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Huh? Right? I thank what you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the tax collector standing afar off would not say much as raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast saying, God. Be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you. Everybody say, I tell you. That's where we get the idea of I tell you. Okay, don't ask me the rest. Huh? This man went down to his house justified rather than the other for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. But, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. You see, one man begins, thank you. That's not bad. But then he quickly tallies up the score of the game he has been playing. He has been keeping score all along and reminds God that he is a winner, that he always promotes himself, his agenda. You see, your thankfulness, you're really not thankful at all if you keep on talking about you. Oh Lord, help me. You know, I thank you. I thank you that I'm not like, wow, I thank you. Sounds great. Eh? He relied on his self-assessment instead of the mercies of God. When you come here, this place is not how good you are that you feel his presence. Eh? All our filthy rags. Eh? The Bible says, all our righteousness are filthy. The only reason why I can feel his presence is because of his mercy. Not because you fast to, to, uh, uh, four, four days a week or whatever. It is because of His mercy. You have to be very careful that every time when we come to God, we remind God about, you know, our works. Everybody say amen. Come on, everybody say amen. You know, scorekeeping and judgment belongs to the Lord. Come on, everybody say, scorekeeping 
keeping and judgment belongs to the Lord. Because God, you may not see it. Maybe somebody just lift hands, just one hand, but that is his sacrifice unto his... Just because you dance doesn't mean that your motives is always right. Some people are just standing there crying because they've been such... You, you know what? I've always said this. Don't judge the fruit unless you know the root. Everybody say, Amen. Are you all with me? People are still finding their way with God. Leh. And the worst thing that you want to do is compare yourself. Leh. Come on. Just focus on God yourself. Leh. Can or not? Don't need to look what? Say, Lord, have mercy upon me. Wow. Lord, have mercy upon me. You know, oh, have mercy upon me. Is it me? Me and you. No need to look at other people. Oh, Sister Leah. Oh, I thank God that I can sing better than her. Good for me, thank you. <laughs> Amen. Wow, she's so encouraging. Hallelujah. You know, don't, don't have that kind of attitude because when God looks at that attitude, right, you know what happened? You know, again, score uh, 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 keeping is not pleasing to the Lord. Amen. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, you know, children always do this. Huh? How about him? How about him? How about him? You ever know? Huh? Oh, oh, why this one can't? Why? Your children always talk, keep one. I say, hello. Last time, uh, got no internet also. Eh? That's, why, that's why no phone. Uh. I mean, like, like, like sometimes, <laughs> oh, last time, last time, last time, policemen were shot. Lah. Last time, going to have internet. Lah. Hello. That's why we don't give them a phone. And there's no iPhone. I think, what is it? What was the first iPhone? Uh, Ericsson. Eh. Last time, pager. Eh. Huh, did it, did it. Still got that phone. Then the pager got code one. One, 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 three, three, four, four, four. I love you also, God. Wait, I, got, I, love, I love you. You know, you know, amen. You know, last time, you know, you cannot, because all of us live in different contexts. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. So we have to be very careful that we appeal to God with the wrong things. Like. We just come before Him. So Lord, the very fact that I can feel Your presence, I thank You. It's not by works that I'm safe. I'm reminded because works puff me up. You know, knowledge puffs me up. But the revelation that a child, a baby, Mama, He's there. You know the amazing part is this, right? I tell people this. Uh, the most powerful prayers that you ever pray is a prayer, right, of humility where you cry out to God. You know, we tell people, oh, oh, you got to pray this way. No, 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 no. The power of crying out. There's something about AV oh, that you, Sean is not here, but when she's hungry, that baby can scream. Amen. You know one. When it's a danger cry, all parents say amen. Wow, I tell you, when they cry, uh, I tell you, uh, your whole world shake. Leh. How to press stop? Sometimes they also think, how do I turn off the button? Uh? Nowadays, they got all kinds of stuff. And uh, you try, oh, you try the what music? Uh, what, what is that? Uh, white noise. Uh, white noise. I see, I see all the parents. You know, iPhone got white noise. Uh? Built in one. Eh? 
Then all your saliva, all your baby, then the smell of your baby. Come on. You know, you know what? I'm telling you, right? When you cry out to the Lord, you don't cry for the solution. You cry unto Him. He's the one that gives you security. Your answer prayer is not a security. He is the one. He, when God is with you, who can be against you? Sometimes I tell God, God, I'm not asking you to change the situation, but would you, by your mercy, it's not because of, of, of I deserve it, but by your mercy, would you just hold me by the hand? Would you just be somebody, Sister Wei, I need you, you know, that you will help me walk through the, shed, what, the, the, the valley of shadow of death. You know, I, I, Lord, I'm not asking you to change the thing. Many of us are asking God, like, change the situation, change the situation, change the situation. We don't need to pray that prayer and say, God, if this is you, hold me by the hand and walk me through it. Your rod and your staff. He didn't say deliverer. He said, your rod and your staff. You know why? Because he is guiding him through. Something God will never help us go over. We just got to go through. And then in the through, the brokenness and we feel the closeness of his presence. And then that, that reminder that when you go to another trial, that he's always with me and never forsaken me. You know, if I know God is with me all the while, I will stop chasing and I will stop not praying for, for just, Lord, answer my prayer. What I'm praying for is, God, wherever I go, be with me. Because if you're going to pray for circumstances to always change, there's always another circumstances. Right? There's always another. Let, let me give you an example. Lord, show me what it means to be in your presence when I'm in the theatre. I need you now. So no matter, you know, I, 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 those of you do not know, I, I don't know, lah, but my dad tell me this, right? Wow, when she lay on that surgical, wow, very cold one. Eh. It's very scary, eh? especially uh, when, when my, my dad tell me this. Eh? I, my dad is always a very composed man and his surgery was 50-50. 50-50. And the first time I look at his face, uh, I will never forget that face, eh? He said this, pray for me. I'm afraid. I love you. I love you. You know what I, I decided when I saw that face? I have a shepherd, a good shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. He make me lie down in green pastures. He lead me beside still waters. Amen. He restores my soul. He lead me to paths of righteousness. Amen. Come on, everybody say, praise God. You have a heavenly Father that cares for you. Learn how to humble yourself. Amen. Here's another thing that I want to talk about and be careful. You know, again, I'm going to quickly talk about this thing called pride. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. You know, sometimes, right, can I share something with you? Sometimes grace works to expose your pride. It's still grace, eh? Grace helps you understand, you know what, actually, uh, you are a self-made man. I need to humble you a little bit. I need to take this away from you. <laughs> I need to take this away from you. <laughs> I need to take this away. Because ultimately, right, I'm going to tell you this, right? None of us can humble ourselves truly. We need help. The Holy Spirit is that help. God will create circumstances in your life to wipe out totally. 
You know, let me, let me give you an example. I was going through a trial and, and I was praying. I was praying. I was fanatical about prayer. And I was writing down my prayers. I was copying prayers here and there. I was praying and praying. And, and, and I put my faith in prayer rather than the faith in God to whom I pray to. You know, I was praying until I say, well, until nothing happens there. Until I say, God, I don't want to pray already. I don't want to pray already. Pray also no use. Huh? And God says, precisely, you focus so much on your prayer that you've not focused on me. Then you know what I do? I start to pray in tongues. We all pray. <laughs> and then I start to say, God, teach me how to pray. Sometimes, I, wow, we think our words very bombastic. <laughs> you know, Lord Alpha Omega, wow, you are the Jupiter, you know, whatever. Lah. You come out your own terms. Lah. You know, some people try to impress God with their prayers. Lah. Until uh, I just go down on my knees and pray in tongues, eh, like a child and crying, eh. Lord, teach me your ways. And when I start to surrender, that's the most beautiful place that I am. Eh. The Holy Spirit will help us. Amen. You know who's the best helper in all these things? The Holy Spirit. You know how it looks like? I tell you first, it goes beyond words. Then you start to go with groaning and travail. That's where I start to die. You know what? A lot of things are not deal with. A lot of things are not deal with when we don't know how to travail. That's what we are going to be talking about. Travailing prayer is totally an emptying of yourself. It is worn out. It is ugly. Because you are going to the valleys of death. Death to you. Sometimes we think we are not dead yet. You know how I know we are not dead? When you can complain you are not dead. Hello? Complain people don't... No, dead people don't complain. You know, I hate to use it. They say, cow. You know, they will just use the word. You know, just talk loud. You know, you know what? When I die, really, the spirit prays. Amen. My intellectual ability give up already. Amen. I try to persuade myself. I, I, I don't rely on my faith. I rely on His faith. The Holy Ghost takes over. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Come on, everybody say praise God. Amen. So we need to learn that it is okay. You know, that grace exposes our desire to sit on the throne of our own vain, glorious, private kingdom. Have you ever noticed that many of our prayers are just about us only? Bless me. Madi Ukang. Do this, do this, bless me. And say, wow, one hour so long. Don't know what else to pray. It's more than just praying for you because you know what? God created you. You have a mission. And your mission is not your well being, your mission is the mission to see Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done. That's why we pray for nations. That's why we pray for elections. We want to see His kingdom come. We want to see this gospel can be preached to all nations. We equip ourselves. Amen. We start to pray for, for needs for our family. Amen. And then not only just needs for our family, we pray for people that, that, that needs the gospel. Let me tell you how I, you know, when, when I was just, you know, uh, Sister Hoya saying, this is amazing grace. My heart cries out. How many people? Today. Just today. Or when you are cool. 
And I saw all these people around me, all like coffee one. And I looked like, Lord, how many of them know the gospel? Eh? How many? Eh? I hope you understand we are not here for entertaining y'all. We all got work to do. Eh? You know, you know, remember grace, right? Receive must be grace given. Eh? Yes. Amen. Amen. I'm, I'm, I know really you're very busy, eh? but sometimes we can busy over insignificant things. Eh? The insignificant things are like cosmetic, you know, they are not felt needs of people who need God. Eh? And then when I look at that, that baby, you know, that I look at that baby, I cannot think about it, it's Avery. Eh? I, I, I just can't. All these babies that are in the, the Yakun area with their babies, I say, God, these people are just like me. These people are good people. They love their children. Just like I love their children. And then you know what it is? Then suddenly the whole idea is that they are Singaporeans. I think we can give the greatest gift. That's the gospel. Thank you for that overwhelming response. Amen. You know, if, if we just pause for a moment uh, and slow down and, 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 and sometimes it's not about your agenda. Leh. My friends need. Leh. My friends need. Leh. When I go down, when I see this guy smiling at me, always smiling at me, he's a Bangladesh worker. Smile. Hey, hello, hello, hello. Oh, I love it when someone, every morning someone say hello. One. I was walking my dog. He said, hello. I said, Hello. We got to share the gospel. Everybody say praise God. Because if, if we have pride, you know, listen, when we allow pride to come in, right, pride only look at people without the gospel as pity. Like, that we don't want to show grace to them. Like. Let me tell you something. What makes us so special? I've always asked myself this. What makes us so special that every Sunday I get to hear the gospel? And some of these people have never heard the gospel. Pride does that. Pride always elevates you, you know, to a place. And, and, and I have to deal with pride. Leh. Pride is the leaven of the Pharisee. Pride is the enemy of grace. You can't give grace to people you look down upon. You can only give them pity. Amen. Pride itself has read the Bible, so pride solution is false humility. If the Bible don't transform you to the person of Jesus Christ, when someone look at you, can they see Christ living in you or they see you? Well, wow, that's hard one for me, Sister Weir. I, I, I'm saying this, you know what? The more I cover this, I don't like that. The more I uncover this whole concept, it's like, what makes me not step out and reach out to that person? It's pride, isn't it? What, what makes not me say, hello, good morning, how are you? How is your day? You know what? The thing that I realized, what is stopping the gospel is pride. Eh? All of us want our own kingdom. We don't want to be inconvenienced. 
We love ourselves more than we love people's souls. Where Jesus, aren't you glad that He crossed from the greatest distance from heaven to earth? We sing that song. He came from heaven to earth. He humbled Himself. He, he did not thought it as, as God when He humbled Himself as a man. You know what I realized? The key to evangelism is destroying pride there. Because if God can humble himself, read Philippians, I don't have time to do that. Philippians chapter 2, verse 6. He was God, but he thought it not robbery to be equal with God. But he became, and he was obedient to the point of death. Death on the cross. God exalted him. Let me tell you what it means. The reason why I'm struggling with evangelism is I think I'm better. You know, and then we read the Bible, we do all this, then false humility, let me repeat that again. False humility is pretending to be humble or modest and while secretly seeking attention, approval and validation. It's categorized by insincerity as an individual downplays their achievement, abilities with the goal of receiving praise or admiration. Let's look at this table real quickly. Amen. True humility. True humility involves recognizing one's own limitation, showing respect for others, having a proper perspective of oneself in relationship to God. It is about being honest about one's strengths and weakness and serving others selflessly. False humility, by contrast, is an outward show of humility that hides inner pride or arrogance. It involves deceit and often stems from a desire of personal recognition. Amen. Colossians chapter 2 verse 18 tells us, let no one cheat you of your reward, taking delight in false humility and worship of angels, intruding into the things which he has not seen vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Pride always masquerades your true intention. Amen. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, in modern times, we tend to joke, right? He who dies with the most toys wins. <laughs> That's why we buy a lot of stuff. Amen. Materialism. Uh. But the people of old tells us this. Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. Amen. Pride leads us to pray, I thank you that I'm not like the other person. Pride cannot see beyond itself. Pride harms us deeply. Grace heals us utterly. Pride harms us. Grace heals us. Amen. No flesh can glory in His presence. Amen. That's why every day you and I got a fresh dose of the glory of the Lord. That's why when we enter into the presence, I don't care. I don't care. You know what? You may be doing works and you're not thinking about it. And I understand that. Been there before. But then after that, with achievement, we have all these things. All the glory will come to you one. Unless the greater glory come through worship. Unless you 
bow at you sacrifice. You know what? Listen, listen to me. You know what? I'm not against you having recognition, but after you get recognition, right? You give it to God as a as a drink, uh, as a as a, a, a offering. Say, God, if they praise you, it means they. If they praise me, it means they praise you. And I want to. It is up to me to not let this praise to get into my head, because you know what? Pride harms. Everybody say pride harms. Grace heals utterly. Amen. Show a little bit of grace. Amen. I say again, you cannot show a little bit of grace if you're not humble. In a relationship, I tell you, in a husband-wife relationship, if there's one of the greatest disaster, one of the greatest elements that destroys right relationship is pride. Who do you think you are? And you know one thing that I'm afraid that God has given us this exercise called giving so that we will not become materialistic. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, I, I don't know about you, but after I study this, I, you know what I tell God? I'm guilty. Guilty. Amen. Why don't we stand? Amen. Next week, we're going to talk about the modeling of Jesus, how he dealt with things. But today, before we move any further, I, you know what? Let's, let's leave our hands all over this place as, as the music plays, you know. Can we just come to the presence? Let's, let's remind ourselves how he found us. Father, I thank you. But God, I thank you, God, that not, not, not comparing myself with other people. I thank you because of your mercy, how you have saved me. I was such a mess, God. I was so confused. I was rebellious. I was an enemy. I was an enemy towards the things of God. But God, you allow me to encounter your glory. One encounter of that glory has turned me around. So God, I pray right now, I admit, Lord, sometimes we lose sight. Lord, we lose sight, God. We, we want to be validated by the things that we do, validated by the things that we've accomplished, validated by our abilities. But God, your word says, God, that if we will come like a little child, if we will be converted like a little child. A little child doesn't care about titles. A little child doesn't put their faith in their works. A little child of the God. Lord, all they desire is you. So today, remind me Remind us as your people, God, as we humble ourselves, Lord. Lord, teach us what it means to humble ourselves, God. You taught it not robbery to be God. That means, Lord, you left aside your reputation. Father, I'm going to put my reputation, I'm going to put my titles aside, I'm going to put my roles aside. And today, God, as I come into the presence of the King, I come as a child. I come as a child relying totally on you, God.
Tole a finish work on Calvary, God. Come on, just leave your voice today. Lord, I come today understanding I'm naked and lost without you. You are my righteousness. You are my mercy, God. Oh God, I need you, Lord. The spirit of adoption, Father, I pray. Remind us of the spirit of adoption where we can cry, Abba, Father. That first cry, that first cry, we cry, Abba, Father, when you fill us with the Holy Ghost. Come on, come on. By the authority given to me as a man of God right now in the name of Jesus, receive, receive the Holy Ghost. Come on, let your voice out. Lord, Lord, you thought I'm worthy to be saved. You thought I'm worthy to clean me up, Lord. You thought I'm worthy to bear the name of Jesus, Lord. Oh, I am your recipient of grace. And Father, right now, help me transmit grace to others, Lord. Lord, it doesn't matter how many likes that I have, Lord. Lord, even though, God, I have no likes in my Instagram, in my social media, you still love me. You still put your arms of love around me. And Lord, it is well within my soul. I know who I am. I know you Jesus I know you Jesus God you call me by name I'm not just a statistics in this nation I have a name I you know the numbers of my hair father come on just leave your voice up over this place Come on. Everything is found in Him. Everything is found in Him right now. Your healing can be found in Him. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days. Lord, I lay aside God. I lay aside God. I lay aside all accomplishment. I lay aside God all my accomplishment. I lay aside all my abilities. And today, just as I am, God, I come and offer my heart to you. Just as I am, I come and offer me God Lord if there's something that I want to offer today is be Jesus Lord you're not looking for for money you're looking for me Jesus so today I'm offering myself to you come on just just let your voice out for a moment and offer him lay yourself at the brazen altar not my wants Lord not my wants God not Come on, let him be your total identity. Let him be the total thing, God, that you cry out right now. Oh God, I need you. Oh God, I don't deserve to be saved. Oh God, I remember the time when I, I cursed you, but God, you still found, you, you, Lord, you, you, you still forgave me. When I don't feel like, Lord, when I don't feel like, Lord, Lord, I have faith to forgive myself. You give me your faith, Father. 
When I don't think that I can love myself, Lord, you you show me your love, Father. Hallelujah. You heal me from my brokenness. You heal me, God, from my religious spirit. Oh God, when I when I think that I'm something, oh God, that you put me down because of grace. You want to help me understand, oh God, I pray. Lord, pride destroys. Pride hurts me. But God, grace heals me. So Father, as I come before your presence, come on. Come on, church. Lord, I, I come, Lord. Come on, just let your spirit out right now. In adoration to the King of Kings. I don't know what else to say to you, God. But here's my spirit. Here's my tongue, God. Have your way. I worship you. I worship you in spirit. I worship you in truth. Come on, just for a moment right now, let him refresh you. Oh, what it means to be saved. What it means, oh God, for God to touch you all over again, Lord. Lord, I don't want to lose sight of that, Lord. I don't want to lose sight of that, God. I don't want to have any idol set before me. I crush down every idol. I crush down anything, God, that wants to take that rightful position as number one. Reach out to someone and pray for them right now before we leave. Come on, reach out and pray. God, you're no respecter of persons today. Lord, the same God, the same God wants to show His grace. Lord, the same God that wants to show His grace. Come on, some of you need to tell God, I need you, Jesus, more than I think, God. I need you, Jesus, more than I think, God. I need you, I need you, I need you, God. I don't need nobody. I don't need no, Lord, I don't need anything from the world that has, can, Lord, that can, can be taken away from me just like that. But Lord, today, God, I need a relationship with you. I need your presence. I need to know that you are with me and you are for me, that no weapon for me against me shall prosper. I need to know, God, Lord, in my loneliest time, God, that, Lord, I would not allow the spirit of fear to come upon me because your spirit is a spirit of power. Your spirit is a spirit of, of love. Your spirit is a spirit of sound mind, Father, today. Though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will feel no evil for your rod and your staff. They comforted me. So, Lord, let me feel your rod. Let me feel your staff today. Lord, I'm asking you to deliver me, oh God. I'm asking you to deliver me, God, right now. Lord, from the, the circumstances of my life, Lord. Lord, Lord, deliver me, oh God. That things, God, God has to be alright, but God, at the same time, God, Lord, I want to know that you are with me. Come on, come on, God is with you, the hope of glory. Come on, if you were to break loose for a moment, if you allow that hope, that hope that surpasses our understanding, that peace that surpasses our understanding. The God of grace, I say again, grace be multiplied.
Come on, push your way. Come on. Just push your way. Believe Him. Believe Him. Come on. People are praying. People are getting their breakthrough. Trust God. Let it go. Let it go. Let every disappointment go. Come on, just lift your hands. Lift up holy hands to the Lord. Thank you, Father. Come on, let's clap our hands one more time to the Lord for because He alone deserves all praise. Come on, let's give Him praise. Father, we give You honour. You deserve. For Thai is the kingdom and the glory. I say again, for Thai is the kingdom and the glory. God, it's not my glory, it's Your glory. You deserve the praise. You deserve our honour, God. Not me, God. You deserve it, oh God. You deserve our glory, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. A story was told. This man was seeking for truth. He was reading all kinds of books. He was reading the Quran. He was reading the Buddhist handbook. They were reading, reading. And then he finally he got a hold of the New Testament. And, 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 and then he started to read. And, 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 and then this, this, this Bible scholar came to him and said, What do you find so fascinating about Jesus? His reply, shoot. Be totally. He said, I cannot understand how a holy God will choose to live within you. Folks, sometimes we don't understand that the Holy Spirit is God in us. God choose to dwell with earthen vessels. And that's a miracle. I say again, let's not take that for granted. Amen. I say again, I have a holy God that is living within me. Come on, can we do that right now? Father, we are so grateful. I say again, that the Holy Spirit, Lord, is not just any other spirit, but God yourself, the Spirit of Jesus. Lord, I am in all. God, I am not a clean vessel, but you choose, Lord. Lord, by your blood to cleanse me so that you can live within me. Oh, that I will never be alone, that I will never be forsaken. Lord, I treasure you. I treasure you, oh God. I treasure the Holy One. I treasure the Holy One of Israel. I treasure the One that has been prophesied by the Old Testament. Oh God, that the Spirit of God, that You will pour out Your Spirit upon all flesh. And now, I am one of those people that are the recipients of the Holy Spirit. Come on. I say again, never lose your all. Father, I say, Lord, let me not lose my all of You. Lord, I, I love you, oh God. Come on, just, just lift your voice for a moment right now. I love you, I give you, Lord. Lord, I give you all honour, I give you all preeminence. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me 
all the days of my life. Let's clap our hands one more time to the Lord. Shake hands with your friends. Say, wow, God is in us. Amen. Praise God. Again, you know, there are some people that still want to tarry in the presence of the Lord. We got till 12.30, but I know that takedown crew is going to be working. But let me pray a prayer for you before we leave. Father, I pray God that we not lose our all. God, let us not despise humility or the brokenness. God, next week, God, we're going to be talking about it. But God, the only reason why you break us is because you know that pride destroys, pride hurts. But only to the place when you Lord, you are the maker. You are that spirit that makes us. Lord, that you're going to help us understand what true grace looks like. Remove every self-righteous attitude that I have, self-reliant, and totally trust in you. So Father, prepare us in Jesus' name. And all God's people say, Amen.